Discover the magic of integrating your financial, legal, and life planning. It's time for Smart Simple Wealth. Thanks for being with us today on Smart Simple Wealth. Great to have you back for another episode. Walter Storholt here alongside Kerry Qureshi, estate and wealth planning attorney at Qureshi Law Firm, serving you throughout Arkansas and Texas. Find Carrie online at QureshiLaw.com. Carrie, you all set for another great episode today? I'm ready. I'm, I'm excited. We've got a great show today. Yeah, we're talking about goal setting. That's something you like to do, right? I am. I'm a, I'm a planner <laughs> in my personal life and in my professional life. So yeah, goal, goals are important. This one's going to be right up your alley then. We're talking about how to set financial and retirement goals and uh, it's going to be a really important conversation, I think, to anybody who's planning for their financial future and for retirement. We're also going to answer a question from Jerry on today's show. He has questions about Social Security, so we'll dive into that a little bit. But first, let's start things off with a quote of the month, Carrie. And uh, this comes to us from the very wise Chris Rock, <laughs> very financially wise Chris Rock. Um, he said, wealth is not about having a lot of money. It's about having a lot of options. Hmm. Yes. And and this is very unlikely. I mean, most of the time we're pulling quotes from political leaders and, and people that inspire us every day. And so I when I saw this quote um, from Chris Rock, I thought this was really interesting because it's true. I always sit down and when I'm talking with clients, I ask, what is important about money to you? You know, what, what are we trying to do here? Because it's not about the money itself. It's about what you can do with that money. And it is about having options and flexibility. And certainly money is a tool for that, but it's not the end all be all. I really like that, though. That's uh, that sounds very wise coming from from a Chris Rock. You know, you wouldn't expect to get that that level of wisdom. But again, yeah. wealth is not about having a lot of money. It's about having a lot of options. So that's good. And those two things kind of also go hand in hand a little bit, right? Right. Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, let's talk about options when it comes to setting our retirement and financial goals. That goes well together. You know, we talk all the time, Carrie, about how people need to give their dollars purpose or, you know, have goals for your retirement. And even specifically, certain investments can have particular goals. But I want to dive in a little bit deeper into what different goals look like for various folks approaching retirement and how you determine if a goal is realistic or out of reach. And we'll tackle that conversation with hopefully some examples on today's episode as well. So let's talk first about, you know, financial goals being specific for different people. But let's start broader and go with the general goals that you kind of think everybody should be shooting for. Right, because there's definitely um, some common goals that everybody has when we're having these types of conversations. And I think the biggest one is peace of mind. They want peace of mind knowing that they're going to be okay, that they're not going to run out of money. So peace of mind is extremely important. Another common goal is just a better understanding of their own situation. Like we mentioned on an earlier podcast, we talked about, you know, people that haven't done their planning and they really don't know what's in the future. And so understanding your own situation, knowing the numbers, when you can retire, how much you can pull out, where we have some cushion built in for emergencies. That's really important. And I would say the third common goal is just financial independence in retirement. Our clients, they don't want to be poor. They don't want to rely on others 
for support. They want to be able to take care of themselves and enjoy their lifestyle. And it's not, it's not about being rich and wealthy. It's just about having a, a quality of life. Well, I think that's very wise, Carrie, and uh, it's a good approach to certainly have. So, yeah, uh, peace of mind, definitely a big one, and that independence factor is big, too. But let's start talking about some more of the specific goals. How do you help facilitate that conversation and help somebody determine those specific goals that they might have? Well, sometimes we have clients come in, and and they're very detail-oriented, and they've taken the time to sit down or maybe write out some really specific goals. And, And when they do that, that's great. But for a lot of people... They probably haven't really drilled down to even know what they want. And so it's really about just having an open and honest conversation and, you know, for me to ask the right questions. And so sometimes, you know, we'll ask them about retirement and and what, what concerns you the most. And usually that first answer or two, I feel like that's a surface level pain. And so for me, um, I try to dig down a little bit deeper. And, and sometimes it's not always the easiest thing to do because you're forced to think about a situation that maybe you really haven't given a lot of thought to yet. But by the time we drill down and we kind of dig deeper into some of these emotional aspects, we're really able to determine some very specific goals and not just the goal itself, but why that's important for each particular client. Well, that's a great point too, Carrie. It's all about... Communication and communication and better communication leads to a better understanding of what those specific goals are. Now, it's great to have one goal. You know, I want to play in the NFL, carry. I'm 32 and not in very good shape, so it's probably not going to happen at this point, but I still dream about it. It's still a, it's still a goal <laughs> you, of mine. You and my husband both, right? <laughs> I'll probably be 40, you know, nine, and I'll still be like, I might be able to do it. It's still a goal of mine. I can get there. Uh, I've got a few more years to make it happen. Uh, not a very realistic goal, and I have to realize that in order to then function as an adult in today's society, of course. So <laughs> what, what are some of the unrealistic goals that you've seen people come into your office with? And, and then we'll talk about how you kind of, you know, bring those things back down to life. Oh, wow. Yeah, this is a really good topic because we do come face to face with some unrealistic goals. We're, we're dreamers, at, at right? Right. And and I don't blame them, um, but we have to talk about it and we have to, you know, have a plan for it. You know, one of the biggest things that we see is clients wanting a lot of growth. They're coming in saying we want a 10 or 12 percent rate of return every year, but we're really conservative. We don't want to m- lose any money. How do we do that? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and the thing is, you know, I try to explain to clients, you know, there is no magic unicorn product that is going to give you 10, 12, 15 percent rate of return every year, year after year with absolutely no downside. So we have to have that conversation and figure out, okay, if we can't have that, you know, where where's a realistic world for us to to be in and and for a goal. Another example that we see a lot um, is for clients that are trying to be overachievers later in life. Um, maybe they haven't saved as much in their early years and they're trying to make up for lost time. But instead of putting more money away, again, they're trying to aggress- invest it too aggressively and, and in a way that they're not really comfortable with, but they feel like they're trying to make up for lost time. Hmm. And that makes sense. I mean, I can certainly see people slipping into that situation. And so you get these unrealistic goals. And then, I mean, what do you do? How can you tell if it's truly unrealistic or when it starts getting back down into the realm of achievable? Well, for us to re- really determine, I mean, sometimes there's things that are just way offhand. You know, I know that that's not realistic. 
And so we have to have a conversation. But the biggest thing, it all comes back to having a financial plan um, and running and looking at the numbers. And so for us, when we're doing our financial planning, we're not relying on a best case scenario output. So when we're running different situations, we're looking at, yes, the best case scenario, but we're also looking at the worst case. And then in most cases, we're finding that happy medium, that average out of so many simulations on average over 50% of the time, this is what happened with a plan like yours. And then looking at that number and saying, okay, can you live with that? Can you work with that? How does that look? Another way that we're trying to determine whether that goal is realistic um, is really to understand that whatever financial product that we're using or combination of products, none of them are going to have all of the upside, all of the pros and none of the negatives because that just, that does not exist. And so for us, it's about finding the right combination of the different products and understanding that the benefits are going to outweigh some of the negative features. And then the third thing really... No magic bullets out there, right? No magic bullets, no unicorns out there. And I I think for some advisors or for some, you know, people that are more commission-based or just trying to put everybody in one product, I feel like they try to make that certain product look better than everything else. And for me, I'm a realist. We always want to talk about, you know, yes, the benefits, but here's some of the downsides too. Can you live with the downsides? You know, what are we, what is our goal here? Will that help us achieve our purpose? And so I think that that's really important to have an honest discussion about those types of things. And really it all comes back to just taking control of the things that we're able to control and then being prepared and having a plan in place for some of those things that we can't control. Hmm. I like that. It sounds like somebody's written about uh, written about that concept before, doesn't it? <laughs> Some, something, yeah, just, something about the power a, to con, you know give me the strength over the things I can control. <laughs> yeah, some some very wise people over the years. That's right. That's right. Well, it's very helpful, Carrie, and I think it's important to set goals for our money. We talk about that from time to time here on the show. And, uh, and and it maintains. It's not just about retirement, but then a lot of times people have goals for then what the next phase looks like. They have a goal to help the next generation out. I know you step into that part, too, where it's not just about planning for yourself, but setting goals for others in your life. And, and that's where the life planning and the family planning comes into play. Absolutely. And then that's so fun to be able to integrate, you know, not only in the financial world, but the legal world. Um, Some of our clients, you know, when we talk about legacy, I mean, we they want to start a foundation or a type of charity or just be able to pass that wealth on to their kids and grandkids. And that's one of uh, the best things about my job is when we can build out a plan that is going to accomplish all of that for them. That's a great point. If you need any help building your own financial plan and legacy plan and making sure that you're not only taken care of, but that you're taking care of generations that come after you and making the most out of uh, the money and the wealth that you've spent a lifetime building, it's a great idea to make sure that you talk to Carrie, get the right plan in place for your situation, and you can make all of that happen by picking up the phone and giving Carrie a call at 870-275-4304. That's 870-275-4304. Or go to QureshiLaw.com to get in touch. That's QureshiLaw.com. Or, Carrie, they can pick up a copy of your new book, and that's a great barrier of entry for folks to kind of get in and dip their toe into the waters of getting ready for retirement and finances and all that kind of stuff. Absolutely. We're, we're super excited. I just released a new book, Smart Simple Wealth, 
how to get it, keep it, and pass it on. And it really, it, it talks about not only the financial aspects of preparing for retirement and becoming financially independent, but we also integrated the legal strategies and the tax strategies as well. And so we're actually giving that book away for free for a limited amount of time. Um, you just go onto our website or give us a call. We're just asking that you pay the shipping cost on that. Um, or they can go on Amazon and they can pick it up there as well. Very cool. So yeah, go to Amazon.com or just check the description and show notes link in today's program on whatever app you're using to listen to the show uh, or on the website, and you'll be able to find that link and go get the book for free. Just pay shipping and handling, and you can get Carrie's new book, Smart Simple Wealth, How to Get It, Keep It, and Pass It On. It's getting to know you time. Well, it's time to get to know Carrie a little bit better away from the financial and legal world. And uh, my fun question for you this time, Carrie, is what's an idea, innovation, or invention that you hope gets developed in the next decade? Well, I don't know if this would be considered an idea or innovation. You know, it's really more of, of a cure because I was thinking of, you know, wanting to see a cure for Alzheimer's mm. in, in my lifetime. It's something that has affected my family personally over the years with dealing with my grandfather having it and in our family history. But in my profession, I see so many clients these days and coming in and we're dealing with family members that have Alzheimer's or dementia. And it, it's it's hard. It's hard emotionally. It's hard financially um, to try to plan around that. And so I think that you know, that's one of the biggest things that stands out for me is seeing a cure to help so many people that are suffering through that. Wow. Your uh, invention idea slash cure is a lot uh, more noble than mine. That's impressive. Um, <laughs> what What was yours? I was just going to say, you know, like in the, uh, do you remember the movie Minority Report? Tom, no, I Tom never Cruise. saw that. Well, I mean, you know, they've basically shown this kind of thing in lots of movies, but where you can take like something on your phone and then with just like the flick of your wrist, you can project it up onto any screen. So you could take like, and, and they even would do it just in like in the middle of the air, you know, so kind of like that hologram type thing. And, but you, you yeah. could just like, if you were watching something on your phone to be able to just like, just go whoop and just, you know, zip it over to the computer screen and then, you know, zip it over here to another screen and, you know, that kind of thing where you could just zip it all around the place. I mean, we're not far from that probably. I was going to say we're not far. I think yeah. that would be happening soon. My, the other day, my husband was talking about unlocking his Apple computer just because of his Apple watch. So he sets down in front of it and it like unlocks itself. Yep. So see, see, that's, that's, pretty, that's cool. pretty cool, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I picked one that's that's a realistic uh, within 10 years. I mean, we may definitely see something of that ilk. So that'd be kind of neat, but I, Absolutely. I, I would, I change my vote though. I vote for yours now. That, that sounds much better. <laughs> well, I, I kind of cheated because I guess mine's not really an idea or innovation. Mine was a little different, I but think it counts. That, that's what, that's what popped into my head. So. It, it would, it would be quite the innovation. So I think it counts. So I'm on board with you there. Uh, good discussion. All right. Time to answer one of our, uh, listeners questions here, Carrie. It's time for the mailbag. We want to hear from you. Well, it's time to answer a question, and we love doing this here on the show. If you want to submit a question to be featured on a future show, go to QureshiLaw.com to submit those. Today's question comes to us from Jerry in Hot Springs, and Jerry says, I just looked at my Social Security estimate that shows how much I'll get if I started at ages 62, 66, and 70. I'm blown away by how much more I'd get at 70, so I'm inclined to just wait to start it then, even though I'll probably retire around 66 or 67. 
I'm assuming that putting it off like this is the best course of action for somebody like me. Social Security, that's a great question. And, and we talk about that with our clients all the time of, of when to take it. Because for most people, it usually is beneficial to wait till age 70 because you're going to get a larger benefit. But there are a couple of factors that you want to think about before pulling that trigger. And the first thing that I would say is if you retire around age 66 or 67, do you have enough money and income without Social Security? Do you have a pension? Are you pulling from a 401k or IRA so that you're you're having that quality of life and you're getting that monthly paycheck that you want and not sacrificing too much? And the other thing to note is what is your health and what is your life expectancy? Because if you wait till age 70, you're obviously waiting till later on to take those benefits. And there is a an optimal timing and, and life expectancy that you have to live so many more years for that to be a better option than if you were to take it at full retirement at age 66 or 67. And so you definitely want to sit down with somebody that could run the numbers and, and, and give you, um, you know, here's a couple of different choices to make sure that you're optimizing your Social Security benefits. So probably one of the more popular questions you get, I imagine, when, when to take Social Security, right? Absolutely. Very popular. And also the, all the questions that go along with it as far as, well, what if I have part-time work and how does that affect, affect it? And then what about, you know, being taxed on my Social Security benefits? So all of that goes into uh, some good planning. A lot of different considerations there. Yep, absolutely. Great question, Jerry. And if you need some further assistance with that, or if you're in a similar situation to Jerry, need some help putting together that retirement and financial plan, pick up the phone, give Carrie a call at 870 275 4304. That's 870-275-4304. Or you can go online to com, And don't forget to look for the link in the show notes of today's show for the new book from Carrie, Smart Simple Wealth, How to Get It, Keep It, and Pass It On. You can get a free copy. Just look for the link in the description of today's show for the details. Carrie, thanks for all the help, and we'll look forward to another great show next month. Absolutely. Great talking to you, Walter. Great talking to you as well. That's Kerry Qureshi. I'm Walter Storholt. We'll talk to you next time on Smart Simple Wealth. Did you know you can subscribe to the Smart Simple Wealth podcast with your favorite app? It's on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and dozens of other places where you listen to podcasts. And if it's not on an app you'd like to use, let us know and we'll get it on there. To make sure you never miss an episode, just search Smart Simple Wealth on your favorite podcasting platform today and subscribe. Investment advisory services offered through Pegasus Wealth Coaching, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Legal services provided by Qureshi Law Firm, PLLC. The Qureshi Law Firm and Pegasus Wealth Coaching are not affiliated in any way. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Opinions expressed are subject to change without notice and are not intended as investment or legal advice. Past performance does not guarantee future results. Consult your financial professional before making any investment decision. Information provided does not create an attorney-client relationship and cannot substitute for obtaining legal advice from an attorney admitted to practice law in your state.